Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. The podcast where we mix our pop culture references when we're upset. Today we are discussing the fifth episode of Yellow Jacket's second season. And joining me once again as they finish off their eulogies for Crystal the Pistol, it's to maybe and Farida. Maybe we should be, maybe we should be more Pour, pour, pour one out for uh, oh, yeah, for, for okay, a moment of for silence for Crystal, for Crystal the Pistol. <laughs> moment of silence. Oh, Crystal! Farida, okay, give her a moment of, of silence. Moment of, the si- of silence, the direct opposite. <laughs> um, <laughs> she deserves to be like first Jackie, who I will always talk about every episode, and now Crystal. I'm fine. Okay, let's calm down. No one was having Morning. strong feelings about Crystal, Crystal. like that. Like, I was. No, but that uh, that scene was actually incredible. It was we'll, her face. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to all of that. And you know what? Actually, there's a lot of stuff to get through. So I'm just going to assume you guys are fine. And we're not going to talk about how your week has been. Let's go straight into Yellow Jackets. Wow. Wow. That's, what if I had like a fantastic week? Had a rough what if week? I met Beyonce this week? But uh, yeah. Oh. I just want to assume right. you guys are Two fine. I don't people. want to unpack all of that damn Bankale, this is gonna be a long episode and that's okay right period just tell them this is gonna be a long episode use it and eat dinner <laughs> for god's sake you are ungrateful on this podcast yeah Bankale slaves away giving you multiple shows away. and I you are do. complaining about the minute what is that he does slave you away you can even listen to this podcast when you're taking a shit relax mm-hmm. please yeah. i don't want to hear complaints well, ever yeah, again not, not in my voice that's, that's incredible. That's I thank you very much. Um, You're welcome. I got you. Thank you. I'm going to say that. I just want to say though, maybe yes, and Bankole. I listen to our podcast, and we're so cute. We have so much chemistry. We, we make are, ourselves we like do. giggle and shit. I'm so like so cute. I was listening and I was blushing. I was like, stop Me it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay i don't know what people they don't come to yeah. listen to okay. us talk about how great we are this is as a different podcast i think um, that's part of the chemistry and that's part of what sets us apart as a team so i don't think you should shut it down Van Collie. i mean look okay, the last thing i want to do much. is si- silence women so exactly um, I, exactly yeah so i i believe in women's agency i believe in women speaking of Twitter um, feminist <laughs> thank you all of them of count please <laughs> 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 um, everyone listening please please rate and review us on spotify apple podcasts um five stars only yes please yes please. if you hate this podcast please don't, don't even bother reviewing it just I don't, I don't do you know. understand yeah but or, you can still be coming back <laughs> or just don't rate us don't yeah be hit, you can hit listen you can hit exactly listen. um uh, yes, all, all if you even if you even hate listen, please make sure you t- to go on Twitter when you are now tweeting about how you hated the show. Do hashtag popcorn for mention dinner. us, okay. mention us. Yeah, mention yeah. us, tag us. Mm-hmm. You can even do say that we're toxic. I don't care. I'm just trying to exactly. blow like anything. If you now write toxic, do hashtag toxic <laughs> also. Just all these keywords, just hashtag them. So we come up um, algorithm. Yeah. Okay. So before we go into the other topics, if I forget, I want to mention that there will be no episode next week. It's a dead air for Yellow Jacket, so they'll be back in two weeks' time. Um, so obviously, we will, because we're not going to come here and talk about nothing, so we'll be back in two weeks' time as well. Um, let's go straight into the episode, because like we said, it's going to be a long episode. Uh, this episode is titled Two Truths and a Lie. It's written by Catherine Kent and Sarah L. Thompson, and directed by Ben Semenov. So what I want to do, 
partly because this episode, lots of things happen at different points. And also I'm trying to keep things exciting so we don't lose our five listeners. <laughs> I'm going to use a recap to go through the episode. So we're going to basically essentially go chronologically across the episode beat by beat. Um, that obviously means that we will go, we'll be switching timelines between 2021 and 1996, but we get to talk about everything we need to talk about in detail. Um, okay, so we start with adult Van. We get a quick introduction. as She, she runs a video store. She's probably ill by what it looks like, and she's behind on her bills because, you know, she runs a video store in 2021. <laughs> um, and then Taisa comes in and, and, and promptly faints. Um, I think we'll talk about Van and Taisa a bit later, obviously. I just wanted to give that quick introduction. I was really happy to see them together, just by the way. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about them, we'll talk about them you know as a couple later. You know how I feel later. about Van and Taisa. <laughs> so back in 1996, um, Taisa is sleeping better now. And while talking to Shauna, Van comes in very eager and reminds her that Lottie's morning devotion has begun. Um, and Taisa claims that she's only doing this to, to appease Van and she's sleeping better. First of all, personally, I've missed the Shauna and Taisa relationship or friendship. Like this is, this is my Taisa and Van. I, I really, really like this friendship, like from season one. Um, especially the, the nineteen six version. Obviously, I like the 21 version, but I think because they just they stand out to me in 1996. Like, they're the two beacons of, like, logic and sense. Normalcy, yeah. Yeah. Let's start with this. What did you guys think of Taisa being involved in, in Lottie's thingy? Because Lottie then leads group prayer and continues to talk about Shauna's baby like he's Jesus. <laughs> um, and Akila, who was quite skeptical, jo- joins them. Um, oh, and also Misty and Crystal grow closer. So what do you guys think of this whole... Um, praying in the woods, asking, "What do you hear? What do you feel?" From Lottie, taking her leadership into a new level. I thought it was a pretty. It didn't seem strange to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seemed like something that could literally happen in a yoga class, or like in a med- meditation circle, or even like in an anything. Um, just the like, "What do you hear? Breathe. Listen next." La, 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 la. It didn't seem like so out of place. I mean, obviously. Be an incredibly intense yoga class, but it just didn't seem like oh, one of the weirdest things that ever happened. Um, oh, so like, you're saying that you didn't okay. like what was actually happening was not weird to you, like what they were saying and what they were doing, not the fact that they were yeah, having this. So, the fact that they were having it didn't mm-hmm. seem weird. Most of what they were saying didn't seem weird up until when she was talking about the baby coming, yeah, yeah. So, it was when she started talking about the baby coming, I was like, I mean. <laughs> but then again, when I tried to, again, wear Farida's, it's not supernatural hat. I was just like, okay, but imagine like you guys are all friends and one of your friends is pregnant and you're just like, oh my God, like maybe everybody has just been going through a rough time mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. work or just in life generally. People have, some people have been having relationship problems. It's just like you're a close knit circle of friends. You're like, oh my God, like Farida's about to have a baby. I think it's just a new opportunity for everyone. I to just, you know, have having a, the baby. I just feel like, eh? You say you might have a baby. I want a baby. <laughs> she said, why am I the one having a baby? I said, why do I have to have the baby? Sorry. I mean, I would love if Farida wanted to announce her pregnancy on this podcast. That would really okay, help us blow. Honestly, I was about to ask, are you pregnant? I was about to, to, to say, pregnant? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. But, um, no long time but yeah, so just because I thought about how, how that could, yeah, just because I thought about how that could fit in like mm-hmm. a normal day 
situation, it mm-hmm. didn't feel too weird for me. Because then I had thoughts about it. I was like, okay, like, I mean, if I'm trying to be objective and trying to remove, I think this is supernatural. I think some of these things have like connections. Um, it's on its own, doesn't seem terrible. Mm-hmm. But then when you now factor in the other things that, that happen in the episode, it's a bit like, come on, Lottie. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't think it, it's not out of the blue. There's something that I do things out of the blue, and we'll get to that later in the episode. But it is not out of the blue. I mean, they've been laying, laying tracks for this. Um, mm-hmm. But Van's involvement, uh, sorry, not Van, Taisa's involvement. I mean, she said that she was doing it because Van told her to, mm-hmm. but I could see her ease into it during the session, which she later then talks about. Yeah, and we're going to talk about with, that in a second as yeah. well. Um, so it was nice to see that depicted. Yeah, Verda, what were your own initial reactions to seeing this this group? I think whenever I think about like hope this doesn't sound pretentious, but like because the show is about like going back to like more ancient civilization and moving themselves from modern times. Mm-hmm. I see it as like them getting back to like okay, you know how like the cavemen and the forest trees and the Greeks and blah 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 started out, and they're like, we need a religion to make what we're doing makes sense. I was just seeing that as, okay, they need, like, this way of community to, like, understand themselves better. Because, like, these are, were not religious babes who cared before, but they have nothing better mm. to do than to do this. And Lottie, mm. you know, she's she's a bit cuckoo. God forgive me, whatever she has. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought of it. I knew when I, when Taisa was, like, yeah, I'm going for my babe. I was like, that's a lie, man. Why would you now just start going for your babe? But I enjoy it. I think that's... Yeah, I mean, to be fair to Taisa, she also mentions that she's sleeping better now. So, like... Yeah. Placebo. No. But Farida, you do make a good point. And I just remember now... Now, obviously, Laurel is the first person, first real casualty in season one. And we do know that, obviously... um Lottie was getting closer to Laura Lee before she passed away. So you do you do wonder, hmm, what would have happened if Laura Lee was still alive? Like, would she have fought against? Because obviously she's very, she's religious, but her religion is obviously Christianity. Yeah, so would she have fought against this kind of spirituality from Lottie? But, so maybe that's part of why the story, or maybe the wilderness, had to kill her first. Anyway, back in 2021, Carly tries to sexually hustle the cop into statutory rape. <laughs> everyone <laughs> i started realizing that this guy was fucked during his in the gaslighting session that he undergoes after this <laughs> and uh and I'll, I'll talk about him again towards the end but yeah he gaslights her tells her that he's just trying to take things slow and everything and then she realizes that he's not who he is and she kind of figures out what what he's been doing we're going to talk about carly i just wanted to give the introduction we're going to talk about her in a second when she gets to her mom and dad but anyway Let's go to your you guys' favorite couple, adult Van and Taisa. I'm blushing. Are you blushing? Um, they they bond. I'm <laughs> I can't. They rebond. Oh, actually, they rebond over naked girls and childish pranks. Taisa explains what's going on to Van. She finds Oxy. No, she doesn't even explain. Van catches her. Well, yeah, but she explains later. She explains everything, and then um, she finds some Oxy in Van's cupboard. But Van says it belongs to her dead mom. And we probably realize that that's a lie later. Um, <laughs> Van's face continues to be a great testament to wilderness plastic surgery by teenage girls. <laughs> Let's talk about the entire Van and Tysa plot in, in this in this 
spot. Um, I should mention that they let her have quite emotional shout off and about Tysa being bold enough to ask for help. <laughs> and Thanks. then, and then other time, Shadow Tai tries to kiss Van and tells her that they're not where they're meant to be. Period. It's okay. even Shadow Van. Sorry, Shadow Taisa ships it. Even Shadow Taisa ships it. She said, "Talk about Taisa. Um, talk about Taisa and Van without us spending an hour on them alone." Friday, <laughs> you start. <laughs> okay. I'm obsessed. I think what a couple, man. Look at them. And you can see. Okay, now let me be realistic. Taisa is so fucked. And the way she was talking, I was like, just get to the point. Just tell her. If anyone will understand <laughs> you the most, it would be Van, right? And I was sad that she didn't get that immediately. Yeah, but she hasn't seen her in a long time. Ew, they're lovers. They're soulmates. They're soulmates. For your soulmates, you should not be shy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have nothing intelligent to say. Just like I love looking at them. Great guys. Uh, Dewey, do you have anything quote-unquote intelligent to say? Well, Farida, what the hell? Yeah. That's what <laughs> I just want to say, um, Farida, you need to do better for Van and Ty. Honestly, that was actually poor form. Oh, that's wow. number one wow. what number mean? two excuse me i have been backing them for like five they, episodes <laughs> excuse me yeah. i have done well for them and i said so i was going to be to shy you have to give them energy you say, you've been waiting for this reunion and the reunion was there and there was you know something for okay first of all i love that to to develop from what um Freda said, I love that Van called Taisa out. Mm-hmm. Van was like, just give me the, what did she say? Did she say de- decency? And mm. just ask me for the help that you came here for, man. What's this rubbish? Period. I think that that was necessary. Then I also like that Van, I think we get a sort of snippet into what happened between them. Because when Van starts talking about her mom mm-hmm. dying from cancer or something, and then how cancer scared the bitch scared the bitch out of her or something, something. Mm-hmm. and then um Tay was Taysa was trying to sympathize or empathize with her and then she was just like nah don't come and be giving me all the fidelity bullshit what the hell happened to us and then um Tai now goes to talk about how oh I'm scared shit I don't know what to do blah 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 and that's when she doesn't just have mm-hmm. decency to ask for help because like you're here now I can't leave you to leave like this so just ask me for the help so I just thought that was a really good like scene to fill us like give us an idea of what happened so I feel like from what was said I think it might have been Taisa that ended whatever was going on with them or if she didn't end it she was the reason why it ended because it almost seems like van is like it, it felt like to me you know when you break up with somebody and then you start looking hot or you've finally moved on and you are I doing don't. good and the person well, just yes, comes I back do. i do know i do <laughs> you. Thank and you. the person now comes back into your life and not just like, <laughs> me i safe also no. no i'm happy for you guys I'm happy for you guys. Well, i've lost every breakup i've ever had so it's fine I'm <laughs> that's so and then the, the like the ex comes back and is like oh hey hey big head <laughs> it's like hey big head or just i don't know trying to just get back in so it felt like that was what they were going through yeah. so i thought that was really interesting mm-hmm. and i'm eager to see if the show builds on that mm-hmm. or how they build on that mm-hmm. um, and then i just loved when um shadow tai kissed her i just feel like the real tai wanted to kiss her but she had wife so Shadow Tai just came and said, let me help <laughs> so you. So Shadow Tai is not married. 
Shadow Tai did not. Shadow Tai belongs to no one. She belongs to no one. She belongs to the one with no eyes. Staying in, staying in twenty. True, true. Staying in twenty twenty one. Uh, Kali explains to Shauna and Jeff, who hilariously have two very different reactions. Um, that the guy I saw someone on the Yellow Jacket Reddit. I saw someone talking about how, um about Shauna explaining everything to Kali and was how Shauna has experienced so much fucked up trauma that she doesn't realize how this would actually mess up with her daughter. Like she mm. just thinks, oh, you can just take it in stride because of what she's been through. Anyway, so yeah, so they kind of have two very different reactions when Kali explains to them that she's been <laughs> dating a cop, essentially. Um, <laughs> a line I love is when Jeff is like, how old is he? And I'm just like, Jeff, how old would be okay? Like, he's a cop. Like, how, <laughs> she said, like, how, how old, what's the youngest the cop can be that would be okay? Um, but she explains to them that she's made it, she's made it better because she told him that the person that Shona is sleeping with is Randy. And again, another st- strong Jeff heater. I, th- I even wrote this down. He was like, you told him my wife is sleeping with my best friend. Incredible line de- delivery from, from the actor. And then she said, well, it's better he's than trying. telling him that she's sleeping with the person that that she killed which was that like i was like i was like that's that's facts actually um <laughs> my biggest takeaway from this scene was kind of like how Kali's face lit up when shauna was like you did well and like because you you i think it was i can't remember who was one of you that mentioned last week about how she wants to feel grown and she wants to feel involved and now she does mm-hmm. feel like she did the right thing and she she came with a it solution not the problem Okay. okay, thank you. Do you want Crazy, because I thought it was me. Yeah, want I want to get credit. my flowers. I was going to be like, I want to get my flowers. I thought it was me. I was going to say, damn, I, that's so smart. So you were though. saying how it was a bad decision and she shouldn't have. Which I still stand by. But, but actually, after watching that scene, no, no, no. After watching that scene, I agree with you. You know, I said last week that I wasn't decided mm-hmm. on how I felt about her doing that. I could understand why she did it. Mm-hmm. but I hadn't decided whether it was a good or a bad thing. But at this very moment, I have decided that it's a terrible thing that she did. Why? Why is because that? look at how Kali is just getting involved in all of this mess. It's messy. Kali okay. should not be dealing with all of this. Oh, yeah. Why is Kali yeah. just like, getting, yeah. like, dealing with a cop, like getting involved in this lie, and then it just opens Kali up for like... Now, because now the cops know that she deliberately deceived them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what does that now mean for her? Like... It's just giving her, hello, I'm ready, shoot me. Well, legally, I don't think it does anything mm. for her because... Not even le- from a legal perspective, but just like the mind fuck. Why is your oh, child oh, yeah, yeah, covering yeah, yeah. up a murder with her parents? Oh, she's it's not... Adam's family. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting pull. That, okay, that's <laughs> good reference. Um, speaking of Chris <laughs> Uh Yeah, no, no, definitely. Definitely. And I think, I don't think this show, like this show is definitely grounding the Shona storyline in reality, I think, from mm-hmm. just the way Jeff mm-hmm. reacts, so I'm sure it will have some effect on 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 Kali. I don't think she's just mm-hmm. going to become like Mrs. Smith. Like she's not just going to become an evil person, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to have a real world effect on her. Um, Guys, I have a we'll talk about the think, end of that storyline as when we get to. Do you it. think Kali yeah? and teenage Shona would have been friends? I always think about that. Well, that's a good question yeah but why do you, it's a good question but why do you think about it like why why do you always think about that <laughs> um because it's a direct like i really like tv shows about like 
young mom, sorry, not young mom, but like seeing the mom at like a young stage and like the comparisons with her daughter. And I think they would not have been friends because Kali is very straightforward and Shauna is very implicit. You know, as you were, yeah, because as you were saying that, I was thinking about which Shauna. Before like, the trauma see, or after the trauma? Mm, before the trauma or after the tra- trauma, yes. But also Shauna with Jackie, Shauna with Jeff, or Shauna with everyone else. Because Shauna with Jackie is a bit like Dosa. Mm-hmm. Shauna with everyone else is a bit more authoritative, mm-hmm. or like maybe a bit even, you could say, detached. That's true. Shauna with Jeff is very mm-hmm. explicit. I want this, sit down here, do that, do that. Then Shauna <laughs> post trauma kind of merges everything. We see her like, be more of herself with Jackie. Like she wasn't a pushover, but Jackie was definitely almost driving the steering wheel or like sort of mm. setting the pace and the tone for the friendship. But post trauma, you could see that that wasn't really the case anymore. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like Shauna was becoming her like real self, which is. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, she like, came into I her. Am, but I'm, yeah. yeah she came into I'm her. authoritative when I say things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Callie and Shauna would have been friends in the wilderness. Hmm. But Callie and Shauna would not have been friends in the high school. I don't remember the name of their high school. I think that Shauna would have irritated Callie. Fair. For being too... Pre-trauma. Just, just too, yeah, just too not tight really being to Jackie's hip. Yeah, that's fair. Too tied to Jackie's hip, but also just not really being straightforward. She wasn't really straightforward. You couldn't really, like tell with her almost you know Kelly's super she was very she said fewer but then it wasn't like she was quiet it was like she's a bit like secretive as well yeah who does she have a fight with at the party in the first episode when they're drunk oh i remember that is it taisa is is taisa now when she said just say you did it and she pushed Mm -hmm. her yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um okay so let's let's go back to the trauma bit 1996 um guys i hope you're enjoying this back and forth I hope nobody has got I confused. Love it. Um, I love it. Yeah. Structure so, A1. <laughs> so a much, a much taller, but we're not talking about that, Harvey continues to be mute. He's not saying anything. And Ma- Mari continues to be an awful, awful <laughs> person. And I think she accuses Harvey of stealing the meat and says he owes them something and he should talk up. Anyway, Mari just continues to be the person that everybody wants to die. Um... We get another glimpse of Akela keeping the, the mouse a secret. At this point, you just know that's going to lead to a very terrible disaster. Yeah, I'm just like, mm-hmm. if they've shown us that two episodes in a row, then something's going to happen. Either I don't even want to theorize on, and maybe discuss the theories of what, what the mouse could do. Anyway. I think they're going to eat it. You think they will eat it? Yeah, you think I make soup now. That wouldn't do anything. Do you see how small the mouse is? That's, that's... And they will use it. Let me tell you, Bankole, they have been drinking a tree back uh, broth for time. That mouse will make a difference. True. I mean... Even if they bite per person. Because it's in cubes. <laughs> Strips. And, and I feel like, Bankole, you should know this because in secondary school, we could share one tom-tom with like four we, people. <laughs> what? One tom-tom. I mean, yeah, we, we break could it into four. Yeah. Wait, How? What's the logistics of that? Why do you think that's normal, guys? Wait, wait. Right, don't ask about, you didn't go to a proper boarding school, so don't ask about <laughs> That's the truth. Things, you what? You didn't, that's that's the truth. Fuck. You, you, you didn't go to a proper boarding school. school. Yeah. Mm. 
Your they boarding did. school went uh, went to abroad. They used to yeah, give us like snacks and like cinnamon buns <laughs> in my boarding school. Uh, anyway, so Ka- Akila and Taisa do some black on black bonding. <laughs> they vocalize what most people in, <laughs> in Lottie's group might be feeling. I just I wrote it down, so let me just quickly go through it. So Akila talking about the ritual she had before her matches back in the real world says it just felt good. We could pretend it made a difference. It's not like we really believed in it. It's not deep down. I think I'm going to keep going to Lottie's morning thing. Um, you, I think they want to believe that that is what they're thinking. A lot of them believe that they're just doing it maybe for the placebo effect, not because they really believe. I think if not now, a lot of them will start to really believe. I think that has to be the next evolution to where we're going to. Um, also, actually, I remember this now. While I was on the, again, Yellow Jacket subreddit. guys. I'm never on this on Reddit, but for you guys, for this podcast, I'm doing it. Anyways, when I was on Reddit, they mentioned about how it looked to be one, like snowing in the, you know, the flash forward when you have pit girl and them eating the pit girl. It looked to be a bit snowy, but also they had all these hides, obviously, like that killed animals. So the assumption is that it's 12 months from now. It's the next winter. It's not this winter that they get. So they have another year to get to that point where they become what we see, uh, which obviously makes sense because they are really just starting their evolution. Anyway, so Travi tries to get Harvey to explain where he's been, but Six Foot Harvey isn't talking, but he is sharing glances with Lottie, which is, which is a bit interesting. Um, Travis and Nat get into a fight where Nat agrees that, or confirms that she planted the bloody trousers and because she wanted to, Travis to live in the real world. What, what are you guys' thoughts? on basically all of that but mostly travis and nat um them you guys maybe you wanted them to have that fallout were, were you happy with the fallout were you satisfied with the fallout were you happy that i didn't draw to the next episode so you see <laughs> um i'm happy that they did i'm happy that they did because i feel like i am both nat and travis travis was being incredibly passive aggressive and i feel like sometimes I can be so passive aggressive, but I'm also confrontational. <laughs> like Natalie, who just talked to me. <laughs> so it was really funny to see how like that played out. But I think it was necessary because I feel like he was building resentment towards her and he was mm-hmm. blaming himself for how heavy he is. Like, I'm not speaking. I'm just there, just eating yeah. people's food Being and sports. just, you know being accused of stealing meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, just like that. And he's like going through a lot, processing a lot. Mm-hmm. But it almost seems like Nat is being a bit, she's trying so hard to be patient and give him time to come to her. So she's trying to like be normal and act like there's nothing. So she doesn't push him. For him, he's just like, I don't even want to smell your stench around me. Like, mm-hmm. don't talk to me. I want to smell you. You know, I don't want to see you. Nothing. So it was just really interesting to see how like they dealt with that. And I think that just having that, like having him say what he needed to say or what he wanted to say, even if it was like just a bite size was important in their recovery. Well, both Travis and Natalie to me were like both right in their own ways, um, but also both wrong in their own ways. And just goes Mm. back to say that we're watching teenagers. (laughs) And you're like, oh, you guys are so teenage. Like, Obviously, you should be angry, but that anger should be like, I don't know, like three hours. Then you come back and you realize each other's points. 
Harvey is really tall. <laughs> they should have fought a bit about that. Um, I think that mouse is going to kill a killer <laughs> in some kind of way. I know you think the mouse will kill the will Jesus die. Christ. But uh, I feel like something that kill. mouse is going to kill a killer. No, like will be the reason. Yeah. Not it will kill her, but like it will be Oh, the I thought you meant like the mouse will actually kill her. Maybe the mouse has like disease. You don't it will know. It to her death. You never oh. know. That's why she's kissing it. I mean, crazy girl. They can't, I don't know how long they plan on staying. I don't know how long they plan on staying in the wilderness, like the show's creators. But they'll probably have to slow down in killing people. Because Crystal has died. Episode, what is this, what? Episode five? Four? Um, five. Crystal died in this episode five. five. This episode five, yeah. I know at least one person is going to die before the season ends. <laughs> like there are only so many people they can actually kill off in in terms of the wilderness cast. Um, do you think? Do you not think that? Mari, like, well, we're all just counting down. Can yeah. I say something? Even though I get what you mean, like, what if the next season mm. is war with the smartest? You know, like how in Hunger Games, you first of all kill off the weaklings and then it's the last like three weeks of like the actual clans who know the stuff and are really intelligent fighting. So that actually maybe we really want to get all these yeah. baby characters out of the way so we can get to them. Well, yeah, but it also goes back to the theory of are there going to be more people? Because we know six people are alive in 2021, mm. right? Excluding that six. People that are alive now, we have Mari, as in the wilderness, we have Mari, we have Akila, we have two other girls that I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. I, I don't know their names. We do? Mm-hmm. Eh? Huh? <laughs> I'm just asking, yeah, we have, we have two other girls. So those are, those are, I know their faces, but yeah, they, you know their faces. Really yeah. So, so, so those are all people that, I think that's just, so that's four extra ten. Maybe there's someone else. The th- good thing about this show, though, is that we know you're making a TV show, so like nobody's gonna hold you. Like you can randomly just throw somebody else and be like, oh, they've been in the background all this while. No one's gonna go back and be like, where's this person? I mean, people will, but like nobody's serious to go back. Like, where's this person been all this while? Uh, so, but I don't think they won't go. They won't add like ten more people. So, like for that war to have stakes, people have to die, and it can't just be the people that we know are alive in part of that group. So, I don't think twenty people can die. But maybe, they, maybe they do find another group of people. Um, We're happy us. Someone we do know that is alive though is Misty. And guys, up you're ready because this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a long Misty run. We we're talking last week about how Misty hadn't done done much so far in the season. Um <laughs> Misty the murderer. So first of all, Misty, Misty and is Walter, a sociopath. After a very, very re- revealing game of two truths and a life, find Lottie's camp. Uh Misty and Natalie finally talk and finally share a scene this season. And not let it slip that Lottie is the one that took her and runs an institution. Um, Misty, <laughs> Misty, nineteen sixty-six. Oh my god! Um, her and Crystal continue to bond over shared secrets, and then Misty, who continues to be terrible at reading social cues, and she believes that her and Crystal are, are closer than they actually are, and then she tells her that she was the one that destroyed the plane's emergency transmitter, meaning she's the reason that they are stuck here. She's insane. And Crystal, being a normal human being, yeah. gets, gets angry at that. And at this point, I just want to praise Samantha Harrenty, who is the actress that plays Teenage Mister, because, and I mean this in the best possible way, like I could see Christina Ricci in that scene. Like I, could, I was like, oh, these, obviously the, other point, the actors across the board are very good. And you're like, oh, you see different affectations that they all have for teenager and, and older characters but i was just like oh 
it looks very much like Christina Ricci, like older Nat. I'm older Misty in this scene. I just thought it was very good when she did that scene. Um, mm-hmm. it, when she was threatening Crystal, I was like, oh yeah, you're the same Misty who who we are seeing in 2021 who can do some very, very choice things. Um, mm-hmm. It reminded me of that toilet scene where she said, hit him. And <laughs> <laughs> the boat. Like, She's not. She's so not. Um, yeah, just like that, Crystal... Crystal becomes the first casualty of the season, the first dead body of the season. She takes a plunge into their toilet. It was hilarious to me that Mr. Randall <laughs> thinking that she, that's she might a good be a good one. She did <laughs> take a plunge into the toilet. Yes. Oh, guys. Um, Landed on some shit. <laughs> oh, guys. It was hilarious to me that Misty thought she might still be alive. Like she went down to do I was like, Misty, did you see that? Did you see that for? Do you know what? I don't think she, I think I don't even think she thought she was alive. I think she was just to make sure she was dead. Because I I promise you, <laughs> if Misty had gone down there and seen her twitch, she would have killed her. She'd have used a rock to hit her. Yeah. Yeah. But so why is she doing hurt compressions? Eh, eh, she's lying. I just wants to make sure. You get, look, let me say that Misty babe. If she had just done her compression, uh, 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 staying alive, staying alive, and she did, uh, she would have just bah! <laughs> because that out. babe had told her like, look, if if I get back to that cottage, uh, like a trumpet, everybody will hear. I like, can't believe. I can't believe. Crystal is like, oh, my real name is Kristen because I like when people call me Crystal. And Misty was like, yeah. And I, I'm the reason we are still stuck on. Like Misty was, how did she think that was you, equal? She doesn't have friends. Do you know what I even thought was so, so hilarious? Curious. I, yeah, she doesn't have friends. Mm-hmm. And what's so crazy is that when she was saying that story, she was setting it up. She started with her justification. You know, mm-hmm. she said, "I was finally accepted. People were listening to me. I felt important. So I went and I found it and I destroyed it." And Crystal was like. You could see, like, you could yeah, see like the change. One plus one equals five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was horrified. And at first, she could even see when Crystal... I feel like it was such an interesting episode because you, Crystal, you could see the moment Crystal knew she was going to die. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could actually see it on her face the very second she knew, like, yeah, I'm going to die. Because she just... You could just see that first. She was like, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Poison me? Yeah. And then yeah. she saw the delayed reaction in Misty. And Misty's like, no, Misty then goes on you. to say, uh-huh. and then she knew in that very second she was going to die. And then she just, she said, rather I sleep than you push me. I, I don't even necessarily, I'm not even disagreeing with you. I think it's just, it's so sad how the wilderness is teaching Misty all the bad things to do to survive and be a person which is a direct reflection of why she's so misty in the present world. Like, if she was, you know, if everything was hunky-dory and we played by the walls of Marvel and superheroes, Crystal's supposed to go back, tell them, they punish Misty. Misty's like, oh, wait, I shouldn't do selfish things to make myself feel better. And we don't have the Misty who kills um, that girl, that guy, that girl at the start, or who's just, like, very unhinged. So it's all sad because Misty is not going to learn the real lesson from what she did and her secret stays longer. And yeah. Poor what Misty. is the real re- lesson from what she did? That you should not do that. <laughs> I don't think she, I don't think that's what. <laughs> I mean, is it, her is it the, the real lesson? What's the lesson like, to you? That you? Like, no, you said, you said that she's learning the wrong lessons, but she's learning the right lessons to, to survive. No, but um, it's not this. It's survival in a very, like, that. it's survival of a wilderness that she's taken into a real world that she doesn't necessarily need to survive that way. 
Like, don't you remember how we met Misty? Wasn't she like poisoning guys and like throwing them in places and locking them up? Am I getting this one? Wasn't she? A yeah, later in the dates? season, yes. But that person was threatening her and her friends. I look, I don't want to defend. No, Misty's she killed that person. She was taking care of. Yes, which I was going to talk about taking care of. That that's a that's a stretch. But yeah, um, but was she not nursing the babe in the old people's home? Oh, what the old woman? No. I don't think she killed yeah. the old woman. What she did, she overgave. Okay, she well gave her painkillers. She, yeah, she punished pain. her. She, she didn't give her painkillers, but she, I don't think she killed. Why should she be punished? I don't know. I'm not saying like that. I'm not saying it's right. I feel like that babe died, though. I think she killed that babe. I feel like that babe died. Feel like died. No, she died. She died. Well, I, think she died but, I think she died because she was old. I don't think no, Misty killed her. No, I think she her. died because she was in pain and she did not get her medication and is Misty. One time, I don't think like. Anyways, How do you know? Do you know what she was suffering from? True, I don't know. But anyway, okay. Period. In 2021, um, I think now everything, at least to me, everything that Misty does kind of seems darker with this, like, with this <laughs> secret. Like, um, with this revelation, Abby. This is one of the secrets that you just, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Pretty to Lies now for some random reason. But, like, I mean, we all know the theme song, like, two can keep a secret when one of them is dead. Like, I don't actually think. Two can keep a secret, keep a secret. if one. Of them I was did. I was hoping somebody would, would take the bait and, and sing the song. Um, but yeah, like it's very possible that nobody ever finds out that Misty was on a, like Misty's responsible for Crystal's death because how would they? We find don't it? know like, yet. What if they do? No, I'm what no, I'm saying, I'm saying it's po- true. I'm Except saying it's possible that Lottie nobody finds out. Like it, that's a possible thing. Quote unquote. Um, Farida, why are you doing magic? We have lost this supernatural <laughs> arguments two episodes in a row. Okay, we can't be ready. Well, so, so in twenty twenty one, in twenty twenty one, Misty is a bit. Nata told Misty that it was lots of people that, that took her, kidnapped her, and Misty is way more fixated on the fact that she didn't have, she didn't keep track of Lottie, and she didn't know that Lottie had this whole cult than anything else. She's also quite, quite delusional about Nat's feelings towards her, or maybe denial. Whichever one of them is true. Um, Walter, we kind of get impression that Walter might be a bit loose in the head himself, even, even with the metal plate, because he tells Misty that he knows that she lied about Adam's murder, but he thinks that Misty killed Adam to protect her friend, to protect one of her friends, but he's perfectly fine with her being a serial killer. Um, and you know, first of all, just just find you a man that likes you regardless of your extracurricular Period. activities. That's apparently. the lesson we've learned from Jeff and Walter. Just yeah. the lesson. I'm not settling for anything. Please, suit suitors. Are you hearing? Suitors, are you hearing? I have in my notes that Misty being annoyed <laughs> that he thinks she can kill is funny because we know for a fact that she killed someone like a week ago. Like she yes. killed Jessica yes. like a, a, like a week ago. Yes. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that long. <laughs> so so offended. Um. I also have this question in my mind. Is Walter actually more stable than Misty? Because at least he accepts he's crazy and he's willing to live with it. Misty is still a bit in denial of her, over her. She doesn't think she can. I think she's. I think he might be m- more stable just mm-hmm. because he's in a place of acceptance. Mm-hmm. I feel like Misty <laughs> is still in a place of delusion. Yeah, definitely. Delusion, denial, every, all, all of them. Um... But yeah, I mean, that's obviously not the last time we see Walter, we know. But we do know now that he's, there's at least some darkness towards him. He's not, he's not. He's fine with murder. Straight list. Yeah, he's, he's, he's more than fine with it. He, he seems to embrace it. Uh, Misty ends the episode by seeking refuge in, in Lottie's cult. So 
I was thinking about the fact that Misty is so fixated on the fact that she doesn't, she didn't know where Lottie was. And I think that's interesting that she focuses on that because it, it means that if Misty didn't know where Lottie was, it means nobody knew where Lottie was. Mm-hmm. So everybody probably thought she was still in a mental um, home or even or dead. Um, and I also find it very intriguing that they continue to separate Lottie, adult Lottie from adult Shona and adult Ty. Because I'm thinking that mm-hmm. whatever their like, I think whatever their reactions are to Lottie will kind of fill in the gaps a lot, if that makes sense. Like, I think we do know that whatever happens to break these guys will be probably between Lottie versus and either Shauna or Shauna and Taisa. I think it's Shauna and Taisa. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's Shauna and then Taisa has to pick and Taisa chooses Shauna's side. Because you remember that scene in the wilderness? Yeah. Where Shauna got so pissed that Taisa went to go and breathe and meditate. And she said, <laughs> you went with them. I said, oh, me too. I said, oh, it's coming. Friction. Oh, wow. <laughs> coming together. Honestly, I wish this show came out when I was doing literature um, in at A-levels or literature at uni. I would have literally gotten four marks. Wow. Oh, I would have done evaluation and assessment. Um. Yes, so Shauna, adult Shauna's ruse with with Randy goes off when when Randy can't get it up and he decides to use like mainly he, I was like oh this is not mainly he decides to use lotion to as a substitute I was like okay this is obviously not not going to end well um, I have watched enough detective shows to know that Syracuse is not normal upstairs he's a bit he's going to get very obsessed with this case he's going to he's already crossing lines to, for this case that's quite obvious he's gonna go it's quite bad case. and my thinking my thinking is that it may, maybe it gets to a place where kevin has to choose and he chooses to help the yellow jackets that's why i think i think he i also don't think saracusa makes it out of this season i think he dies this season i think something happens like, like i think he dies i think shana will yeah. keep Paired yeah, maybe mm, Kali will yeah. pass her the knife. Uh, maybe Kali will pass Which her the knife. Which will traumatize her more. Oh my but god! Hey. That'll, that'll be oh quite... my god! What if what if she teaches Kali how to skin a human flesh? I don't think Shona is that bad. I don't think <laughs> that's... she might not mean to teach her, but Kali might be in the room because she wants to help her mother and seek her mother's further approval mm. of her Breaking efforts bad. in protecting her family. You got it. And then Jeff, Jeff might just not even know what to do or how to process. Imagine Jeff living with two shows. Like, what you, has just uh, happened? What Jeff has happened is to in my trouble. life? <laughs> but no, yeah, I think I think it might get to a point where Kevin has to like obviously we know he still loves Nat. And I think it might get to a point where he sees Syracuse crossing lines and doing things and he's like, Okay, maybe I have to maybe I have to help the yellow jackets in this case. Because we have to remember that it's not only it's not only that Shauna killed this guy, but like Nat is obviously involved in the cover up. So maybe that's what triggers him to to pick a side. Isn't it really weird when people still like the people they liked in secondary school? Like you're at least forty five in the show, right? Why, like, get over it? I thought you believed in love. Wait, what? The f- know, no, sorry, I'm sorry, Farida. Farida, no, take that back because you're the one shouting about Van and Van and Taisa. No, that's this, different. This, uh, that's so episode. different. Why is it There's different? a difference between why is it different? soulmates who forge their connection in the woods at the ages of seventeen, and then one guy who had an unrequited crush at seventeen. To some, like it's so different. Like it's so. If different. anything, I think the, I think the crush makes more sense because you, what you're saying is that they trauma bonded, and we should support that. I don't. I don't think we support trauma bonding on this podcast. It's not trauma bonding. It's actually very healthy bonding. Excuse you. 
They actually support themselves. Over the dead, over the burnt bodies of their friends. Oh, well, what do you want them to do? I actually think that Van and Thaisa had a bit of a bond before they went to the wilderness. Yeah, it that's just why they were... grew stronger because then they were isolated. Yeah, we actually don't know if they but were a couple before. They weren't. I I feel like maybe Van was openly um openly gay, but mm-hmm. Taisa wasn't. And mm. when they were in the wilderness, and everything, mm. I guess, in Taisa's eyes became acceptable. She now became more open about it because i remember the like there were some scenes in season one um where like you could see some sort of friendliness between them hmm. um yeah but it was just like a bit That's like fair. um okay so yeah i have on my notes just a random note i just i love how high randy's voice is i wanted to mention that both episode but just it just makes like it's just so funny because he's obviously this big guy and his, his voice is so high and he's like he was one of the high school jokes and that. I, I just i just find that whole thing yeah, Very that's funny. so crazy that that guy was a joke. <laughs> okay, let's let's kind of start moving towards the the end of the episode. Um, Shauna wakes up to in the cabin. This is young Shauna in the cabin to find Lottie just calmly whispering words of affirmation to her baby. I would have um, beaten her the fuck what up. What was Lottie actually saying? I would have be. Oh god! I think Can she was imagine? like, "You would change this for us, something like that. Like you would change everything or something like that." Anyways, again, treating this child like like he's Jesus. Um. But Taisa defends Lottie, which obviously angers Shona, and Shona storms out yeah. of the cabin. Taisa follows her into the incoming snowstorm. Yeah, um, at the same I time, was strange there. So why did Taisa look at Lottie and Lottie look at Taisa before Taisa stood up for Lottie? I found that a bit strange. Well, I think it's like why are they looking? I when did that one start? Is this breathing that Taisa is breathing? Yeah, because Taisa is believing it more than she wants to ac- accept. She's like she's. She's believing in Lottie, whether she wants to accept. And obviously, that's only going to amplify based on what happened in this episode. Um, we're going to finish the wilderness in a bit. But in real world, real world, in 2021, Nat is still trying to bring down Lottie. Um, and she attempts to expose her to her followers, but they don't care because they already know. Um, <laughs> oh, again, stolen from the subreddit. They were talking about how last week Lottie didn't want to tell anyone actually even now that she was going to see a therapist because like that's not what she preaches for her people like she doesn't so she, mm. she doesn't preach she preaches for them to not follow that kind of um, western medicine and do their own things in the cult but like she's going to see therapists you know, they are everything. not eating people yet now how passing she's gone beyond she beyond poor people to actual thing. therapy <laughs> you know if there's something about Lottie Lottie knows where her limits are she said okay I guess this doesn't help Kumbaya. Let me go and see a specialist and take some medication. There's also a theory that that therapist was not real and was like a hallucination. Uh. Because obviously she she convinces Lottie to follow her like her vision. Yeah. I, 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 thought I don't that know was I, odd. I don't know if I would accept that. Why would the therapist? Yeah, yeah. I mean obviously her own therapist just wasn't wasn't around. For that time, I mean, there's logic to it. I don't know if I do. My only gripe against it is that so far, Yellow Jacket hasn't done the thing where they're like, the thing you saw two episodes ago was not real. Like everything happens within the episode. You find out that the visions are visions within the episode. Think about Ty and and Sammy. So I'm surprised if Yellow Jacket did that kind of two episode reveal. Anyway, uh, Lottie convincing Sammy, Sammy, 
Sorry. Thank you. Lottie <laughs> convinces Nat to allow her to try and find out what Travis meant by the note. The note saying Nat was right. And we get a very revealing flashback. I'm just going to say what happens in the flashback quickly in notes. Uh, during a coke binge, Nat almost overdoses. And when she's being revived, she has visions. The main vision is an alternate version of their crash where everyone dies. No one survives. And Nat sees the antler queen coming into the plane. And when she's... Re- I mean, obviously, this is allusions to someone like Van, who said that she saw something before she died. Lottie as well saw, obviously, saw visions when she was being baptized by Laura Lee. Um, and then she says to Travis... No, sorry, she says to Lottie, first of all, actually, because Lottie's like, I want to know what Travis was going through. And she says, you know what he was going through. You started it again. It's kind of in line with what Nat... Nat sorry, Lottie told her therapist last week about how she knows how bad it can get when things like this happen. Um, so when Nat is revived, she tells Travis, we weren't alone out there. She tells him, I saw it, I felt it, we brought it back, we brought it back with us. She says, the whole time there was something, some darkness out there with us or in us, it still is. I think that's what she tells Lottie, not, not Travis. So my question to you guys is, do you feel that this is too quicker jump for Nat as a character who has been one of Lottie's biggest skeptics. Do you think to now make her espousing the same spiritual things, is that like, is that a weird writing choice from the show? Or is it something that you're willing to accept based on if they can explain it to us? I don't think it's weird. Let mm-hmm. me tell you why. I feel like, and this is something that we actually forgot to mention and discuss. You know when um coach is looking at that drawing of the tree mm-hmm. and then Javi comes in, Javi mm-hmm. doesn't talk to the coach. So why the fuck is Javi talking to the coach? And Javi says, my friend told me to go. She told, told me, me not to, to go. Come. And then he not, said, not to come not back. Not to come yeah. here. She yeah. told me not to come back. And then he says, who's your friend? And mm-hmm. then he now goes, she, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so, so, so when I, when I said, that, I was like, hmm, what? And then when I saw like the episode, like the, Hallucin- the what's his vision. Name? the hypnosis vision yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. that Nat um, was reliving I thought that that was really interesting because then what happened with Harvey does Harvey then or does the coach then share what Harvey shared with him with the rest of the group hmm. so do they now try and figure out okay so who is this Harvey's friend and is it this Ansler queen hmm. and what's happening with all of that and because already like Javi as a as a character is a very huge like sore point for Nat. And I think that in that moment of like Lottie saying, Javi's alive, Javi's alive, Javi's alive, Nat saying, no, 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 doing whatever she does to make sure that um Trav believes that Javi is not there, all of a sudden Javi appears. And then Javi is talking about a she mm-hmm. who told him not to come back. I feel like when we figure out what happens in that window, it would make more sense to us as to why. Nat had that vision. So I feel like her shift, like she might not have been an initial follower, but I feel like there was fear or belief at some point before she left that wilderness, which is why she would then subsequently have those visions when she's um about to when die. she almost ODs. Yes. But my yeah. I think my gripe is that adult Nat, as of this episode even, was so anti Lottie and was trying to bring Lottie down. So unless maybe she for like her trauma kind of suppressed that whole interaction with the overdosing and everything, it 
Do you get what I mean? So it's kind of like, well, you were... I get what you mean. You don't believe in lots of things. Why are you saying that it followed us? Like, you've gone... No, I get what you mean. But I feel like you can believe that there's a supernatural thing there mm-hmm. and not believe in Lottie. Like, you can acknowledge that there's something going on and there's a darkness or whatever. Mm. But it doesn't mean that you agree with what Lottie's saying or what Lottie's seeing. Because even for Lottie, Lottie's not telling you that there's a darkness. Lottie just feels like she's just feeling something inside her bone and reporting it. But she's mm. not been like, oh, is the ant like queen I'm referring to or whatever. So I feel like you can definitely believe that something is going on, but still feel like, nah, fuck Lottie. What the fuck is she doing? Why is she doing that? But you are still terrified, like, ah, how far we're going? What's yeah. going on? And I think that that's where Nat is. Nat is no to Lottie, but she kind of understands that there's something that is going on here. And what is that? Because remember, she also had that thing with the... What do they call that animal? That the, white animal? The, yeah, white the, mm-hmm. the, yeah, whatever the moose. Or the yeah, animal, that came and then yeah. she thought that it was a vision until she saw it again in the frozen, whatever, whatever. And then she was Oh, like, you oh, think it's the same one? Them. That makes sense, actually. That would make sense if it's the same one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would make sense. Yeah. So I feel like Nat herself has that. <laughs> Freda, do you say well? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm also just still fixated on her saying in season one that like, Travis never believed in any of that stuff, which more and more seems untrue. Oh, I'd be very, like, so it's just, uh, yeah, I'm just very, very intrigued to know what was going on there. I think it's obvious that she can't remember doing that with Travis or telling him that thing. That's why they had to do the whole spooky voodoo for her to get there. So I think, I think, like, we're all smart people here. um, But I think it was actually she just could not remember. (laughs) <laughs> that's and that's why it's not necessarily like a big character job actually that's not a that's not a terrible point because i do remember now when misty says what were you right about she says i have no i can't remember what he's talking about so it's, it's possible that she had very suppressed this whole instance and then lots of visions had to which bring it back fair, to be yeah honest. which is yeah because very, i very, feel like when you have like drug abuse or alcohol abuse it's also very common for you to not have like a lot of your memories mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is why i guess you had to do that hypnosis like scene to like go back back well okay yeah so i guess if i'm convincing myself it's that i'm convincing myself her natural no, state yeah her natural state is that <laughs> yeah her natural state is that she doesn't believe but then whatever happens in that whatever happened in that moment of the near overdose and the visions everything made her if not believe be conscious or be wary but she forgets she forgot about everything so obviously she reverts to a natural state until she goes and sees this again which knowing that misty is a few feet away for the future episodes is quite interesting um okay let's wrap up by going to the the snowstorm of 96 um no how can you talk about that um scene without talking about the antler queen's shadow that um is deep so i mean, I mean I, I, okay go ahead i mean it's a vision. I didn't have much to say. I just wanted to mention. You wanted to mention it, fair enough. Yeah, I, I just I put it down as one of Lottie's visions. I didn't really have any anything to say about it. But um, I wasn't sure if it was something that came or if it was some. It was like Lottie's reflection. Like if Lottie was the embodiment of the Antler Queen and she hadn't seen it until Nat said what Nat said, or whether the Antler Queen has just been hovering around. Oh no no! I think it's I think it's not. I, I think it's Lottie seeing it in the shadow. Has what the antler queen? What if it's just a figment of their imaginations? I got that it's from possible. Reddit. Well, I mean, 
Yeah, but we do know there's an antler queen. As in, it might be one of them, but we know there's somebody wearing the antler queen costume when they eat when they eat pit girl in the first episode. I want to know who pit girl is. Pit girl. Yeah, is I don't think we're going to find out. Like I said, that, that might be that might be a year a year from now in terms of their timeline. Okay, let's the snow, the snowstorm of ninety six. Um, Shona and Taisa, my my favorite friendship, shares a great scene in which what you what you mentioned earlier that line where. Um, Shona says that you're on you're on their team, and then Tysa is like, "There's one fucking team, and we're all on it." And then Shona Very says, mature. "You can't you can't think that's true," which is showing us again more signs of that. Like Shona has already seen the split happening. Tysa hasn't really accepted it yet. Um, Misty manages to make it back to the cabin. She lies to everyone that she lost Crystal in the storm, and then the storm gets worse. First, I have on my note that that the score didn't have to go that hard. So shout out to the composers Craig Wedrin and Anna Warrenka because between the storm and um, Nat's visions, the music was was doing some great work. You know what? I was going to talk about this scene, but maybe because I believe this would be the biggest point as part of your evidence for supernatural. Do you want to just go off? I'll let you. I'll let you just. I play. want Farida to start. Farida, <laughs> start. Well, well, some girls decided to talk, and then coincidentally, their friends came back. Yeah, that's that's. You can even hear that she's not. She doesn't even believe in herself. The way the the energy drops. That's the way I feel. I think you know, the higher powers that be that are not supernatural voodoo just said no. Sorry, the calculations of the earth just decided to do it. That's it for me. Okay. I think that Farida <laughs> doesn't believe what she just said. That's the first. So let's get out of the way. Now, secondly, I thought it was a very good setup with how, because, okay, so Misty comes in and then they panic. They all panic and they go outside and they panic and everyone is confused and no one is listening. And then Lottie goes like, what can you hear? Mm-hmm. And it forces everyone to like sort of like tune into that morning session where you're listening to the wind. And Wait, so I'm sorry. Really like, I sorry to cut you off. I think Nat's delivery of how the fuck would I help is just like so good. But sorry, please continue. But yeah, and you know, like I hear the wind laughing, I can hear this. And it's so funny how as they're panicking, mm-hmm. so uh Van and not Van, Ty Tyson and, uh, and Shauna. Shauna mm-hmm. out there. And then all of a sudden, like Tysa starts reciting those things Lottie will say, like what can you hear? Breathe. Blah, I hear blah, my blah. breath. And as soon I as hear I hear my breath, I, I hear the wind. And I, exactly. As soon as she like registers that, and they also register it simultaneously, it's almost as though there's just a calm that washes over and something is leading her. Because we know for damn sure that they are not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are not seeing. Their eyes are like, they're not really seeing. So they're literally <laughs> like, listen. You keep for a lot. So, so I just feel like it was so funny because, you know, we also know that Ty, like, subconsciously has those direction things. So I feel like when she then has to do the breathing and the listening, that allows her subconscious to take over from her conscious, doubtful mind and just direct them in the right direction. And I feel like in that very moment, she truly believed what she was doing, mm-hmm. um, especially because Shauna was in labor. And I feel like that was a very solidifying moment in their friendship. I don't know if there's something more solidifying coming up. I think but so. I literally feel like, I mean, there might be, um, but I just feel like Shauna probably felt like this bitch saved my life. I don't know what she was re- re- like, you know, reciting, but 
You know, <laughs> you see my life. And <laughs> like, happy, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was. Like I don't know, I don't um, know what incantation this guy is saying, but who? So I wrote down <laughs> what what they. So both camps, i.e., ties on one camp, and then the other girls on one camp say, mm-hmm. "I hear my breath, I hear the trees, I hear the wind." Exactly. Then Tysa says, "I feel my friends <laughs> coming to find us." together yes, and then mm-hmm. and then the other girls say i feel my friends coming back to us so they're like i feel my friends come to oh and then the music is so great because then you start hearing all the chanting in the background anyways like you mentioned um shauna goes into labor that's what we finished the episode she's in labor she's about to give birth um i have questions for you guys because we're, wrap, we're wrapping up so we know the the birth is going to be in two weeks time the next episode um Quick prediction. Well, how Quick can prediction. they wait for two weeks? That's so irritating. Well, you don't Sorry. have to because you have screen. Yeah, I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but you don't. Ha- you, but you can't watch past that. So it means you have to wait two weeks for the next one. So look, I'm just like, I don't know. You, you oh, do you. Maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> anyway, okay. So the baby's gonna be born in two weeks. Tell me what. <laughs> give me your bets. Give me your predictions. Stillborn, alive, but dead in minutes. Alive but surviving. Give me. What, what do you think? Alive, that dead, and eaten. Dead, it, like in minutes or dead, like towards the end of the season. Alive, dead in minutes, eaten. Farida? Wait, wait, sorry, wait. No, eating as in... First of all, they're not eating this baby. I'm sorry. Eating as in that episode. They're not, eating, they're not eating the baby in that episode. It might not be in the episode, but I feel like they'll eat that baby. Not, I feel like they're going to child that child. Eat I, would love, I, would, I would love for them to eat the baby, yeah. but I don't think... Like, Shona, Shona, will, Shona would kill everyone right there. None of them will survive. None and them I feel like out. that might be why some yeah. people, there are only six people alive. And I'm saying that. Shona <laughs> will not, and that might be why they're not talking to Lot. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I, I, it could be, and well, that might yeah. be why Shona doesn't want to tell her child what happened because she's so traumatized. I mean, by what I, she did as a reaction. I think to something, I think something, something terrible is going to happen with that baby that Lot will be involved in. I don't know if, I mean, I would love for them to eat it, but I don't know if that's what's going to happen. Farida, what was your prediction? Love. You'd love for yeah, them to eat it. That's, that's, yeah. that's well, wild. Look at the show we're watching. We've, it, we've established that Bankole is one of the cannibals. On this the is not Abbott Elementary. I, I want them to eat the baby. Like, <laughs> Don't kill me a baby. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is the show we're watching. You would have been so um, fun in like Lost Days or Breaking Bad Days. Well, I mean... Don't bring up Breaking Bad. Or this, also, this I've been watching break Breaking Bad, by the way. Clap for yourself. Um, I love it, don't you? Farida, what's your, Farida, what's your pick? I don't know that I can go that far. <laughs> Farida, what's, <laughs> Farida, what's your pick? My pick is that that baby probably dies. Pam. Um, I'm shocked. I think she's going to have a miscarriage. Because, like, what the fuck, guys? She's a teenager. So it's still, My it's still born. Miscarriage is little. Yeah, that's part. It's it's sti- so it's still born. It's still born. Oh, no, I think the baby is late. Yes, <laughs> my yeah. biology was off. <laughs> no, no, it's be, so to be a stillborn, it will come out and probably be dead. Um, I don't know. I think the baby. I think the baby will be alive, and I think it might survive beyond next episode, at the very least. So, do you think that the baby is alive in twenty twenty one? No, I don't think so. Because I feel like they would have talked about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I or do you think I the baby think so. freezes to death like Jackie and then they have to oh, eat the baby after much process? Don't say that. You know how baby, I feel about Jackie. How much that baby is not feeling up any like a baby's how they're not eating that baby. They're not eating the baby. They're not eating I, I, I they're not eating the baby. You don't know happening. if the baby is a fat baby. You can't tell. How fast so, can a baby be straight out the room? Let me tell you, have you ever starved before? They are hungry, they eat anything. Okay, so are we agreed on one child? 
not trained. Oh, and maybe yeah, they maybe maybe when they're killing the baby, the coach will now be upset that they're killing the baby, so they'll now kill the coach and now add him to the baby. Oh my gosh, guys! I read something really interesting cool. on the internet about what's happening to the coach. Do you guys want to know? Sure, yes. go ahead. Okay, so catatonia. You know how he's going into like this vision state, but he's kind of like just being a bit. What's the mm-hmm. word? Pausing, but not pausing. Like he's just being himself. They said that. His mental failure was putting him in catatonia. So after some time, he just won't be relating to the real world at all. And he'll just stay in his mind and in his happy moments with his boyfriend. And then they'll probably kill him because he'll be essentially like comatose. Which they I, think kill, I don't think like, they'll kill him. I think he'll die. I don't think they'll kill him. No, but I, I I do see him just like not being responsive again and then thinking that he yeah, did yeah, yeah. it because he's just like... Been... Maybe he'll only be talking to Harvey and Harvey will be caring for him. No, man, he needs to die. I'm so sorry. I, f- I, need to put him I feel like there's also a lesson to people. Eat the food your boyfriend and your lover gives you. Take the because risk. You don't know what will next. Move in. Take <laughs> Move the in. food, man. Child of food. Move Speaking in. Of the coach, don't be fronty. Speaking of the coach, we're all wrong. We said he would be dead by episode five. Really? So I guess we give him survivor of the year because... Yeah. <laughs> Crystal took his face. That I was feel like he hasn't I just feel like going forward, it's not every mess up, you mess up, you have to announce to the whole podcast. Should be people forgot. <laughs> now when we predict, I beg, now when we, we have to be a podcast of our accountability. Like we have to be a podcast of our accountability. They can't just be like, oh, this guy's just, no, we have to, we have to hold, we have to hold our head up. It maybe comes out next week now and they eat it next week. I have to be like, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, Copa, I was wrong. This nigga's a wild. They eating babies straight up, straight up the womb. Yeah. <laughs> straight up the womb. Um, straight up the flies, baby. Lady okay, I don't know. Any any final final thoughts? I feel like it's also terrible that we're talking about this thing with much glee. Can I'm not. This is just the context of Yellow Jackets. There are no jokes here that we intend outside the show Yellow Jackets. These yes, jokes are only probable jackets. because of Yellow Jackets and the nature of the show and what happens in the show. We do not condone baby eating. Human being eating, okay. coach eating, okay. adult eating, teenage okay. eating of anything that's not, you know, animals. <laughs> I don't think we should You're about to get some people. However, mm-hmm. if you are a fan of this podcast and you've been listening and you do condone eating human beings, then please continue listening and forget everything that we just said. Because <laughs> I am sure it's enough that I want to keep all our listeners, cannibals or not. Um, wow, Bankale. Imagine the people that watch this show because, like, they are like they are so pro cannibalism that they watch it. Like, like, it's their like <laughs> this is their this is that their thing. Like, they are so pro cannibalism that they don't want to watch your look at your jackets. I hope I never meet them. No, that's insane. Okay, so we've I've gone into talking about pro cannibalism. So I think that's a good point to end this podcast. Um. You didn't do the intro in the beginning where you say, oh, we're also reviewing this. Coming yeah, because I knew we had a very long episode ahead of us and I was trying to not go on for too long. Uh, but maybe it's right. Where if you've listened this far, we are covering so many things. We're covering Succession. Uh, Mandalorian is finished now, so you can check that up on the feed. We're covering Ted Lasso. Um, yeah, so please check out everything. Ruby and Farida, thank you very much. Do you have any final thoughts before we, before we leave? Team Van and Thaisa forever and ever. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Okay, that's that's fine. That's but also, point. Team Supernatural. You, Bangle, you didn't say who won. No, you're clearly. Farida did not. Farida did not defend. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I didn't think I needed to say thing? anything. 
What's that thing in basketball? Eh? I'm gonna get like you're doing five for five, MD maybe. Oh, you got nice love. Job. You got love. Love is not nice in job. basketball. Love is zero now. That's tennis. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh oh. <laughs> Okay, edit it out, edit it out. No, no, no. No, Bakoli, do you know what? Last time I told you to edit something out and it said you left it in with no. me saying edit it out. I edited it out, what are you talking about? No, it was in there. What was Every it? Every time I've told you to edit, I don't even remember. But no, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure I did that. I'm pretty sure I did that. I think this fucking bank holiday guy. I'm pretty sure I did that. fucking bank holiday But anyway, it's okay. You can leave it there. I don't have to know uh, sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you, why are you proving? You're, you're not pick me. Why are you proving yourself? Like, why are you trying to? But love is shah zero in tennis shah. So I got half my love yeah. is zero. I just failed the sport. No, you feel, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe it was Farida that actually wanted to say tennis and not basketball. So, maybe, you know. maybe. So you, yeah, blame. No, her. I was talking oh, about how they say uh, things like okay. five for five and like you've won five for five in like basketball. Oh. You know. Also, now you're likening me to Lottie, who is also five for five. Um, okay final predictions boy girl for the baby non-binary man that baby is how about if it's non-binary you may not even see no how about if it's a do we want you about to say how about it's a what do we want you about to say do we think about what you want to say before you say it it comes out with antlers because I'm I'm not cutting it out it's the antler queen the baby Eh? the baby is the antler queen so whatever you want to say think about it Baby, <laughs> 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 I'm forget about it. Don't just leave it. Just leave it. No, no, please. I want to say. Fight your in, uh, fight your instinct. The what if the baby is intersex? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew you're looking for the right word all this time. I knew what you wanted to say. <laughs> Oh, I, I told you, I told you, don't just just let it go. I knew, I knew where your head. I just let it go. Um, it was worth it. Don't say the word. It. Don't say the word that's in your head. Um, no, I think the, I think. The no, baby, I did say the one that's in my head. Yeah, the one that's yeah, yeah. in my head was the other one. Yeah, please, and I was trying let's, to look let's, for the biological <laughs> term. <laughs> uh, Farida is so precious that she doesn't know what you're talking about, which is just which shows you like how stable she is as, as an individual. She doesn't know what <laughs> Farida wrong with when we end this podcast. Um, no, I think the baby is definitely a boy. I think like. I don't think Lottie is going to be wrong on this prediction. I think it's definitely a boy. Intersex um, is basically someone who. who I has know Emma intersex means. No, she knows what that means. That's why was she looking up? She doesn't know what word you were you were going to say. But I think we'll I did. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll tell her after the list of recording. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the baby still has a career to do in real real world. Bruh. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. You're watching on YouTube. This was obviously a long episode, but this was a long episode of Yellow Jacket. A lot of things happened. Uh, but yeah, join us next week when, or rather, sorry, join us in two weeks when we're back talking about Yellow Jackets with the one and only Oscar winner, Daniel Kalia. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See you in two weeks.